This is where our story begins, and this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Travelers, it's Sunday. That means it's time for Strangers in a Stranger Land, presented to you by Will of the Dice. I am your guide this evening, Tear the DM. I am the world's okayest DM. I even have the T-shirt to prove it. Uh, before we begin, we do have some uh, housekeeping. First and foremost, we are for mature audiences. Viewer/slash/listener discretion is advised. Uh, Alice. Hi everyone, we at Will of the Dice do not condone the use of nicotine products such as cigarettes, cigars, and vaping. Though some of us may be users of such products, do as we say, not as we do. Nicotine is a harmful and addictive substance, and we want all of you out there to be happy and healthy. If you are looking to quit or trying to quit, we support you in that endeavor. Locke? Hi gamers! Um, I'm going to talk to you about our musicians. Maybe. I don't know that Robotify is working. But on the off chance that it, oh, okay, Robertify's not working tonight. Our, our music bot's not working. So it will just be the one musician. And that one musician is our very own Patrick Taylor, who provides our theme song. Thanks, Peculiar Patrick. Woo! Let's, let's go ahead and hit our sponsor while we're at it. All right. Get you catching me off guard. Uh,. Tonight, we'd also like to thank our partner in this endeavor, Dubby. Dubby is an energy drink. Uh, it comes to you in a powdered form, so you save money on shipping. It's also better for the environment. You add your own water, and you make your own drink. Dubby has no maltodextrin, no sugar, no added flavors or colors or any of that. No fillers. Just all natural things to give you that boost of energy that you need. Regular Dubby formula has all the caffeine of a cup and a half a cup of... A cup and a half of coffee. A cup and a half of coffee. That's what I almost said because my mouth works good. Um, and uh, if you're not into the caffeine thing, if you can't have it, then you can get the non-caffeinated formula, which still gives you that pickup, and it gives you that pickup without any of the jitters or crash. So go try W today. You're going to go to www.dubby.gg. That's www.w.gg. And you're going to put an offer code Will of the Dice, all one word, all lowercase, at checkout to get 10% off your order. So try Dubby today. Get all the, the energy to do all the things you need to do, like Christmas shopping, but with none of the crash. All right, Patrick. This program was made possible by contributions to our Patreon from viewers like you. Thank you. Should you like to contribute to our Patreon, please visit patreon.com forward slash WOT Dice. There you will find more content, such as After the Rolls, a show where we talk about the current seasons of shows premiering on the Will of the Dice Twitch channel. We also have monthly merchandise drawings for our subscribers. Awesome. That's the housekeeping. Let's do the introductions and get on down to it. Hi, everybody. This is Christina. She, her, the voice of Sid, he, him. 
Uh, Sid is a three foot six black tabaxi with bright green eyes um, out looking for his destiny and grudgingly accepting of this compass on his arm. And you can find me on Twitter at Tia Morska or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. Hey everybody, I'm Ren Matley, she, her. Tonight I'm going to be voicing Ray Laurie, also she, her. Ray Laurie is a five and a half foot tall siren. She is pale blue, elf-like in appearance with long wavy black hair, bright blue eyes, and a very curvy figure. She's a little hesitant about a lot of things, but also kind of trying her best. You can find me over on Twitter at Ren underscore Matley. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the voice of Quinn, the coyote ardling. Uh, with she just looks like a coyote anthro type person. And you can find me on Twitter. Uh, we're both she, her. And you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Cap and Cuppy Cake. Hi, gamers. I'm Phil Watt Clark. And um, tonight I will be playing. Merp von Merpington, the five foot ten uh Russian blue colored uh uh Ardling, but of the cat variety, uh who uh is a cleric of a new deity called the Great Merp, and is trying to get off Estrazilian so that they can start uh the the worship of Merp proper and introduce Merp to more people and places. Um and after getting the just ever living shit out of them, you know, he they for Merp, he him for me, um, is now hoping that all they did to try and preserve Wilhelm's life paid off at the end of last episode. I guess we'll find out. You can find me on all the social medias at Lock and Ruli. That's Lock with an H. Hello, everyone. It's me, Patrick. I am a he they playing Aldoon Farthweather, a he him. Bard by choice, Aldun is six feet tall, green, and a dragonborn. Um, he was determined to become a council-founded, uh, founded, funded musician, uh, but right now he's kind of been swept up in an adventure that he's not sure he wants to keep doing. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Peculiar Patrick. And you can find me on Twitter at Tear underscore the underscore DM or on Blue Sky at Tear the DM. As always, our safe word tonight is porcelain. Should the need arise that you need the scene to stop, use the safe word. We will go to break, discuss the situation, and if we can find a suitable conclusion to calm your fears, worries, or, or whatever, we'll return. If not, we will end the game and stay with each of you until you feel better. Because I want you happy and healthy as I make your lives miserable. Wreckage, strewn as far as the eye can see. Crates and boxes, chests, sacks. Beds and dressers. People. The twisted carnage. A pox upon the land as you sit in the rough, sandy soil 
having survived the horrific accident. Each of your thoughts, wherever they may be, perhaps on the airship captain that said they would go down with the ship, perhaps with the missing Minotaur that was a part of your crew, perhaps it's just thankful to be alive. Mayhaps you're focusing on your destiny, knowing that you're running to it. Or maybe you're considering running away from it. Regardless, you each have your thoughts and you're here, together. This would be the first time that you have true cause to be somber and contemplate what it is you're walking towards. I will now turn it over to you. Do what you will. Here, I want to clarify. You said Reva's not with us. That is correct. Uh, Merp's instantly going to cast fly, kick off, and and start looking for Reeve or Wilhelm. I'm heading towards where the biggest part of the wreckage is, um, flying at full speed. Okay. Give me an investigation check. No. Five. You find carnage, chaos, and clutter, but you do not find Reeve or Wilhelm. Did I'm going to keep searching. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I said, I'm, I'm going to keep, he's going to keep searching until he's exhausted. He's going to keep searching. Did, did anyone see where Reeve landed? He could be hurt. We need to find him. Buddy was with us. I thought he was too, but I, I can't find him anywhere. Quinn, <clears throat> Quinn is also looking for Wilhelm. An investigation check. Doo -doo -doo. Dirty 20. He is not to be found. Oh, damn. Are we near the shore? You are. So I was about to ask. <laughs> the water. What if they landed in the water? Uh, Raylari's going to go get in the water, take a swim, see if she can find anybody. Any survivors at all? Alrighty. Try my new die. Eighteen on the die, plus one, so nineteen. I'm sorry, there's nothing to be found in the water. All right, it's worth a look. When she's when she's done with her search, she'll basically pull herself up onto the beach as far as she can. I didn't see anyone. I'm sorry. Um, Sid's gonna try to come over and like bring her blanket or like her bag so she can have towels 
um, and try to be consoling, uh, but he's not going to be really good at it. Like, uh, oh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Reeve is with the captain somewhere. Like, we we shouldn't assume the worst. I mean, you know, we thought we were going to die a couple times already, and look, we ended up in a zoo, and at least we were fed. I mean, he could be anywhere. Only that doesn't make me feel better. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's, that's, that's usually Aldoon's job. I'm sorry. It's all right. Where is Aldoon? I need to get out of the surf so I can dry. Um, Aldoon touched down and is just kind of standing around, just taking all of it in quietly. He hasn't really moved from the spot. He's maybe like slowly doing a circle. Um... He hasn't said anything. He hasn't made any motion to really move anywhere. He's in shock. Sid's going to kind of whistle, trying to get Eldoon's attention. Green boy, come on! I, I can't lift her by myself! Uh, he'll kind of shake his head and blink and uh, kind of hustle over and uh be like, I don't, what do you, you want me to carry you? Do you want me to prestigitize the cloth so it can dry faster? What do you? Just, just help me out of the surf, I'm sorry. I, I'll do, I'll do not very strong, but he'll try to like, kind of like scoop you up and kind of carry you out of like, the surf. Sid's going to try to help, like grabbing the end of the like fish tail. Wrapped in like a blanket or a, a towel and try to like help Eldoon. What's your strength, Eldoon? I have a six strength. I have a 13. Roll a D100, Eldoon. <laughs> 54. You manage a few steps before unceremoniously coming to go sit. Oh, uh, fuck. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm, I'm just going to take a minute. You, you all do what you need to do. You're kind of like half like roll you out of his arms and like sit you on the, on the beach. She's probably just going to kind of roll so she's kind of laying half on her side. I'll be fine. Go, go do what you need to do. Sid's just going to keep trying to like dry your fish tail because he doesn't know what else to do. So he's just going to try to be helpful and like keep trying to dry your fish tail. Are we all the way out of the surf tier, or are we still? Or am I getting splashed with water still? You're still. You're out of the surf. I'll give you that one. Right. Merp, make another investigation check. All right. Just for the record, uh, Merp is flying a spiral pattern, but a lopsided spiral. So like every time they come back in towards the beach, they they don't go very far out over land, and and swing back out going further and further out over the water each time. Uh, that's much better, but not, not, not good. Uh, 16. Nothing to be found. The best I can do is a 21, because I've only got a plus one to investigate. 
If only I knew that by looking at your character sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. In between patting, like, Rilari's tail, Sid's going to kind of look at his compass to make sure that it's still glowing. It's still glowing. It's it's all right, Sid. I didn't take off my skirt before going into the water. It's going to take a while for me to dry. It's maybe you should check on Aldune. And would it help to like take off your skirt and maybe put on a dry one? I'll be all right. Okay. Oh, Aldune has taken out his trademark uh, pipe and is smoking tobacco. Uh, and sitting there just next to you. He's not saying anything. He's facing the water, so he'll see Quinn looking in the water. He'll see fucking Merp fly over occasionally, but he's just millions of miles away. Quinn, give me an investigation check as you continue to look for Wilhelm. DC 21. Ooh, five. I found nothing in nada. Oh, you found lots. Macabre, twisted instances where it's hard to tell where ship ends and person begins. It's just mutilated madness. She might need to throw up. Let's do a con save and find out. Con save. Nine. She hurls. As you all. Go ahead, Sid. I was going to say, Sid's going to pace around for a little bit and just feel useless. And then kind of sit a little back from Rolari and Eldoon. And just take out his Thalar and like play a, a low, mournful tone. As your dirge creeps across land and water, the sun begins to set. The sky turning shades of purple as stars begin to appear. And a cold breeze rolls off the water. We should probably make up some kind of camp or something. I don't think it's going to get any better. It's probably just going to get colder as the night goes on. Also, if we have a fire, if there's any survivors, they might see it. Eldon won't say anything. He'll just get up, pipe hanging from his mouth, and start picking up wood debris of the ship and start making a pile for... A fire. Okay. Uh, Sid's going to look for, like, a little further back, some drier stones to try to make, like, a, a ring. Because he figures with all the wet, it's going to be hard to get stuff to burn. All right. Give me one more investigation check, Mark. It's 
a natural 19 for a 20. DC was 21, I'm afraid. Yep. You're starting to feel the exhaustion creeping in. Uh, Merp continues doing a parallel impression of a uh, uh, of an '80s rock band. He's he's uh, flying and crying <laughs> and cursing himself as he does. And one last one from Quinn if she continues her search. You did you that button? Thirteen. You are turned around, and before you know it, you find yourself standing next to the fire that Aldun has started. See, look, I told you the fire would bring people to us. Good job. Aldun will just sit, pipe in his mouth, staring into the fire. So it's going to look for anything that he might be able to throw into a pot with like the few rations he has to make some kind of super stew. Give me an investigation check. Sure. There's all kinds of stuff scattered hither and yon. With my mighty plus two, I got an 11. You find some salted pork and salted fish and... Orgs. He's going to pick up what he finds and throws it in a pot with, you know, some of the dry ingredients he has. You know, soup, warm, better than nothing. Very you by this time you are dry and your legs have returned. She's, uh, I think she's still laying in the sand where she was. She, she's having a hard time with this one. That was, that was a lot of people to lose. I think she's cried out at this point, so she's just kind of laying there. You will begin to hear thunder in the distance. See thick clouds slowly creeping your way. Sid's going to set up his rain catcher. Though he has no idea how they're going to stay warm, he figures at least it's water for tomorrow. It's it's not much, but there there's a soup here to at least warm us up and you know, maybe give us some energy to go on at least. 
Thanks, Sid. And I'll do it. I'll get up and get some soup. Sorry. Is this what it feels like to lose? That's definitely not what it feels like to win. Be one of the refugees from Teledagarios that just barely made it out. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. Damn. Sid's going to take like a small bowl over to Rilari. I'm sure you don't feel like eating, but you should. And he's going to nudge it at her. Going to just kind of look up at you. Maybe sit up slowly, still sitting there in the sand. Uh, probably with sand stuck all over the one side of her body. She'll take the bowl and just hold it for the moment. I'll do it, I'll eat, and then after he finishes eating, I'll go to the sea and kind of rinse out his bowl and rinse off his utensils, put them in his bag, and pull out his sham and just kind of look at it. Merp's going to keep searching until the storm hits. And even once the storm hits, he'll probably take one more pass before coming back in. And the storm does hit, and it is violent. The wind howling, the rain driving, lightning crashing into the ground here and there. It is a torrential downpour. It is a very... Furious storm. We probably need to get somewhere with a little bit of shelter. She get all of you under cover. What do you mean? This is fine. It's totally fine. Marie Laurie's still holding the bowl, is just going to set it down in the sand in front of her stand up. No, no, it's not fine. Bori lost Reeve. I'm not losing any of you. Come now. You will need shelter. 
Sid's going to pick up the bowl and he's like, if you drink first, at least have some. If you're going to take care of us, I'm going to take care of you. Going to look a little annoyed, take the bowl, take a few sips. There. Now will you find shelter? Okay. I will take the, the bowl back and try to break up like where the fire was, even though it's raining, and like pick up his stuff to go start looking. You see a large chunk of the ship that might serve as shelter. He's going to head in that direction. I'll do it just follow. Come on, all of you. It doesn't matter if I'm wet, but it does matter if all of you are. What about Merp? Oh, is Merp still up in the air? I would say at this point, since the storm's hitting, Merp's probably on their way back from their last pass. Would you say he's possibly within 120 feet of us? Sure. Once Merp is close enough, I'm going to cast Message. Merp, we're moving them to shelter. You need to join us. Uh, Merp doesn't respond, but uh, a few moments later, touches down near the campfire. Come on, then. You're not made for being wet. I think by this point, Merp is already, like, soaked, because he's been up in the storm. Oh, I'm sure everybody is, because they were just sitting on the beach. Kind of scoop Merp in the direction of the the piece of wreckage that the others are taking shelter under. You find yourselves. Go ahead, Locke. Well, I was going to say, Merp just, just walks very. She'll forgive the expression because I'm a cat artling, very hangdog. Shoulders slumped, head down, just walks in and sits down with his elbows on his knees and his hands in his head. Or head in his hands. You are taking refuge in what was once quarters of some kind. There is there on its side the fireplace, the broken furniture. You are sheltered. But you're cold. The cold doesn't bother me, but we need to get all of you warm and dry. Sid is going to try to maneuver himself to look up the, the chimney on the fireplace to see if it's stable enough to try to build a fire in or if it's taken in too much water. It looks fine. Is okay. there wood in the fireplace? Nope, no, it's there's broken furniture. broken furniture. In the fireplace? All around you. Oh, all around. So he's going to start grabbing broken furniture. Gwen's going to strip out of her clothing just into her, down to her undergarments. 
try to shake out her fur. Um, I'll do it all. Find a corner and kind of take off his clothes and start prestidigitizing them to dry them out. I hate to ask, but do any of you guys have anything good to to start this fire with? I've like I, I don't I don't have the little rock thing or you know anything. Would that count as a small fire campfire tier? Sure. Aldun will just reach his hand over and say campfire on and press to digitize a small campfire. That works. Thank you. And then Sid's going to go find a quarter to strip down and try to dry himself off some. If one could somehow forget exactly where you were or what macabre images lay beyond the doorway, this would be a cozy place. The fire crackling, the warmth radiating throughout the shelter the wind blowing echoing through the cracks the rain driving onto the wood making the pitter patter the lightning and thunder dancing together yes it would be quite cozy indeed if one could simply shut out the thought of the dead beyond the doorway Aldun, Sid, Quinn, in unison, you all will feel pain in your shoulders, in your head, where you were marked by the skies, hurt. That doesn't mean it's near, does it? What doesn't mean it's near? What? What are we talking about? That, that scythe that got us, it, the mark hurts. You feel that too? Yeah, it, it was enough to blind out the dang on compass. Yeah. It marked you. Marked me too. We need to figure out how to remove the marks. Um, Merp, you're a cleric. Do, do you know how to do such things? I, uh, I can try. And you see Merp take his tail and wipe his eyes, the end of his tail, and then gets up. I... Merp, sorry, Merp does not have much, um, what is the expression, left in tank. So, um, I can probably only do this for one of you now. Wait, 
Now Dune will walk over and put his hand on your shoulder. You got this, furry buddy. And uh, cast Bardic Inspiration on you. Alright, um, I'm going to... Uh, um, Murp attempts to pick which one of you to, to help. And it's like, I, 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 I can't, um, to, to, who, who Do wants play. to go first? Uh, all right. Um, and Murp walks over to Quinn and casts Lesser Restoration. Read that for the good folks. Uh, you touch a creature. Uh, and end either one disease or convict or condition afflicting it. Uh, blinded, deafened, paralyzed, poisoned. All that I have available to me right now. So see if it works. Fortunately, Marp, it does not. But you sense a darkness as your divine energy clashes with this mark. Murp's yeah. eyes furrow at that, and Murp makes that noise in the back of the throat that cats make when they're angry, and Murp lays the hand back on um, where the mark, where the wound was given uh, on Quinn and casts Dispel Magic at third level. Oh, at third level, nothing happens. At least not to Quinn. Sid and Aldoon, I need you both to make intellect saving throws, please. Ooh, those are not good saving throws. <laughs> we'll start with Aldoon. Three. And oh. Sid. Really better. Nine. Ooh. You both fall unconscious. You will not take any damage. It is just the pain is so overwhelming that you cannot remain among the world of the living at this moment. Uh, Merp rushes over to the two of them. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. And checks on them both. Raylari rushes over to help. Give me a medicine check. With advantage, since Laurie's helping. Quinn's just going to sit her ass down. Medicine check. Merp. With advantage. Jesus fucking Christ. 15. All right, you're in timeout, motherfucker. They are stable. They are not like on the verge of death or having to make death saves or anything. They're just unconscious. Well, thank the great Murph. They are just sleepings. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have pushed you. No, no, I'm. I'm stupid and useless and. 
I am a poor servant of my deity. And Merp walks over to the wall and pops out their claws and just starts clawing at the wall in anger and frustration. You're not useless, Merp. You tried your best. We were put in a terrible situation. Sometimes you can't win. No, it is my fault. It is my fault Wilhelm is gone. You aren't the one who made the ship come apart. No, you but I helped. Best. I was holding the spell so he could survive, and then stupidly I I, I, I gave myself guidance, and that, that broke my concentration on the fly spell. I killed him. And if you I killed not- him! If you'd been knocked unconscious or killed, it would have broken it anyway. Sometimes you can't save everyone. What the fuck good is being cleric? There's a crash of lightning revealing a silhouette in the doorway. Raylari's back is likely to the door since she's talking to Merp. And Quinn is... likely being the only person to see this is going to jump and say some non-denominational version of Jesus. Cheese. <laughs> Cheese and rice. Cheese and crackers. Ooh, cheese and crackers. Staggering in, still holding part of the helm. Is Wilhelm. I turn undead. Nothing happens. Quinn is slowly rising to her feet. She's going to start taking small, slow steps, and then she's going to rush and hug him. Easy, easy. I am battered. I am bruised. Oh. You're alive. That's all that matters. Here, I, I, Murp can help. Bring, and, and Murp gives a big hug and is going to, uh, is going to hug, uh, Wilhelm for the next, uh, twenty-four seconds. It's a very long hug, but every six seconds of that, I'm casting cure wounds at first level because that's all I got left. Murp, let me. We'll say. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rory. Uh, Rilari was goes over, puts a hand on Wilhelm. Let me help as well. Oh, I'm feeling much better. Thank you for your help. Use my last fourth level slot to cast a cure wounds. You all don't have to roll for healing by now. He's he's good. Okay. The crew made it on the lifeboats, but I see our passengers did not. We are just happy you are alive. I feel very guilty. Sid and Aldoon will come around at this time. 
to see Wilhelm standing over them, looking at them. Oh, good. You're alive. No, I... no, you're dead. Okay, good. Sid's gonna I, curl I up kid, next to. I kid. <laughs> it's gonna curl up next to Aldoon's leg and just like roll over in exhaustion because he's like half and half anyways before all the pain, so he's ready to pass out. I'm sorry, my friends. He will point to each one of your markings. I should not have involved you. Now you're damned. Huh? How do I delicately describe the situation you're in? Quinn, if you'd be so kind as to take 34 steps that way. Okay. She'll count out 34 steps. That's about half the distance you all can get from each other. Hmm? You're bound. You're skybound. If you get too far away, you will start hurting. You will start taking damage. If you stay too far away, you will die. Why were we hurting earlier? Right? Probably because the skies is looking for you. Even now, it roams the wreckage. How, how do we fix this? How do we unmark? I do not know. It will take someone of considerable divine talents to perhaps cipher out how to break this from them. Maybe if we just kill it? Maybe. But you do not look any shape to fight right now. I have enough energy toward us for the night. We will have to get close. How close is close? Well, we're all going to have to fit, in, fit inside about eight foot. Oh my, this is quite close. No one is Can bleeding, I... are they? Not Can we anymore. keep the fire in too, or no? It'll be plenty warm. Okay. And he casts Liaman's tiny hut. And promptly goes to sleep. Just quite a cozy space. All right, well, we're not doing anyone any good if we're exhausted and unable to protect ourselves or them. Should get some rest. Gonna look at Merp. All of us. I will try. And with luck, tomorrow we will find Reeve. 
I worry terribly about him. I might be able to help find him in the morning. In the morning. Come on then, all of you. You need to rest. Quinn's already asleep. Or at least trying. Altoon never moved from laying down on the ground <laughs> where he passed out from pain, so he's probably already asleep. When when Sid thinks Eldun is asleep, he's going to whisper at him, at least you can't leave me now, before he goes to sleep. Really I didn't know Sid had a yandere side. <laughs> it's not, it's his best friend. What's, Who said what's you couldn't other? be? Sorry, go Sorry. ahead. No, go ahead. No, it was just continuing the joke. You go. Uh, once the others are laid down, Raylari will try to curl up so she's not touching anybody and try to get some rest. You may all alleviate yourselves of a long rest. Oh, thank God. Yay. I believe at this time we shall take our first break. We're going mm -hmm. to get our beverages of choice, our snickety snacks, and we'll be right back in about 10 or so minutes. Don't go anywhere. Thanks so much for hanging out while we took our break, got our beverages of choice and our snickety snacks. I want to give shout out to Tom Atlas, AKA Mr. Dandy. Uh, they have been uh, subscribed for 21 months. Yes. It's hard to believe we've been doing it this long, but we've been doing it even longer because we were on another channel and then we came to our own. And Mr. Dandy with a, very heavy heart. I say, when are you going to schedule your freaking one shot? <laughs> Love you, hon. Right. Back at it, I suppose. You all have rested. Wilhelm is there with you, having kept you safe through the night. Those of you that need time to prepare your spells and such, you may take it. Get your spells prepared and everything as you face a day. A very foggy, dreary day. The rain is still there, but it is light this time. Just enough to chill the core. The fog is thick. And high. Concealing the carnage strewn across the land. Well, Once Sid's more, my clothes on. Okay. 
So will Quinn. <laughs> oh my. Okay, everyone's. Um, we have decisions we have to make. Um, I have a um, a spell that could, at least for a while, send the sky back to its uh, home place. Um, cast it out of this plane of existence for a time, um, which could be very useful. Unfortunately, it's a very powerful spell, and I can only cast a couple of those every day. Um, I can also cast a spell that would help us locate Reeve if he is nearby. But it is... If he is not close, it won't work. It is also in that same power categories. Or I could try to remove the mark again with a more powerful version of what I tried last night. But if I am going to have the the banishment ready for the sky, I can only do one or the other of the other two. So I leave it up to you how we want to proceed. I vote we wait on the mark. That wasn't pleasant. Burp, please try and get this mark off of me. I think finding Reeve is, is a good idea. Wanna be unconscious again? I mean, I, I felt the spell connect, so I think you only went unconscious because I didn't use a powerful enough version of it. I could be wrong. It, it could hurt worse this time. I do not know. Will, Wilhelm will speak up and... Uh, what spell are you thinking will remove the mark? Uh, I tried a restoration... A lesser one last night. It did not work. And then I tried to dispel the mark. And it... I felt it connect, but it, it, it shrugged it off and knocked the other two out when I tried. So I don't know. It might work if I use a more powerful version of dispelling. It might. It, it very well might. It's... Hard to say, no one's been marked and lived. That's terribly comforting. Merp, you gotta try, please. Eldon, I am happy to try, but I feel like this needs to be... How'd you say? Consensus. Sid's gonna side eye Eldune and then be like, I, I need to go check my rain catcher. I, I need to refill my water skin and then walk out of the, the shelter they're in. You as you walk out of the shelter, you'll get about sixty feet from the other two. 
and you will physically stop. And you'll hear him hiss loudly. Quinn will go see what he's hissing about. That is the same, getting away from Aldoon, 60 feet, you will stop. Oh, right. Merp comes Aldoon. out of the shelter and sees the two of them there. Do you see, this is problem. We get caught in fight and people start going different directions. This could get very bad. Also, the sky is being able to find us because of Mark. He's um, also bad. Yes? But what about Reeve? I want to find Reeve as much as anyone. And I can try both. I can. But if I can unbind one of you, it will just be one. And then we will have to wait. And I can look for Reeve, but then we do not have uh, banishment as backup if Sky the Tech. I'm not letting you do something to me that might hurt Quinn and Eldun. Well, it seems like Eldun has volunteered. Yeah, Maybe. except when you did it on Quinn, it didn't hurt Quinn. This is fair. But uh, I see no other way to get rid of this. Raylar is basically going to come to the doorway, having been listening to, to what's been going on. Perhaps what we need is a temple. Someone who can remove curses. Which means we need to get someplace that's civilized. Which means we need to survive and outwit the sky long enough to get somewhere civilized, wherever that might be from here. However far away that might be from here. So it's going to go back to the door and look at Wilhelm and go, do you know where the nearest civilization is? I'm still trying to figure out where we are. Raylari they... having that moment of realizing that going somewhere else might mean leaving Reeve behind is just going to slump down against the wall and start crying again. Uh, there is, wait, there is something I can do. And Merp reaches into their pouch and pulls out the mouse bones. And sitting down, casts them on the floor in front of him, casting Augury. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm going to cast this multiple times here. Um, first, um, will a dispel magic break the sky's mark at the high enough power? The bones read woe. Okay. Is Reeve alive? 
Please roll the D100. Seventy-five. Peanut butter tastes good with jelly. Mark, you look confused. That is not a... I asked the bones about the Reeve and if he lives, and I got... Uh... The answers when I cast this is usually uh, wheel for good or woe for bad, uh, or sometimes both at once, or sometimes nothing. This time I got peanut butter tastes good with jelly. Wow. Sounds like a good thing to me. I, don't know. I like peanut butter. I don't, don't know how to interpret this. Um, Also, the bones say that it is um, not looking good for using the spell to break the the mark. Here's how I interpret it. I'm not a professional, mind you. But peanut butter tastes good with jelly. Can either be a no-duh kind of thing, which would, like, you know, no-duh Reeve's alive, or it's something happy and positive, suggesting that Reeve is alive. You are choosing to see both halves of the glass as fools, yes? Well, for a statement like that, yeah. I mean, it could have been something murky, like peanut butter works with cucumber, which I would disagree with, but maybe somebody finds that good. I don't know. No, but peanut butter with pickled ginger is actually not good. You put pickles in ginger? Okay. No, 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 you pickle the ginger. You, you, you put it in brine, let it soak. You, the you put the ginger in the pickle juice. Okay. Kind of, yes. Similar process. You... Yeah. Not the juice that was used for pickles, but the juice that would be used for pickles. Do you understand the difference? Not dirty pickle juice, clean pickle juice. Okay. Free pickle juice, yes. Cucumber juice? See, that's what I said, peanut butter and cucumber. See, why do you confuse me? No, no, but ginger. I mean, cucumber anyway, sandwich milk is good. This is, this is no longer the same conversation, I feel like. Um, so I no longer feel comfortable trying the dispel thing because the augury said definitely not, not good. Sorry, Aldunes. Aldun will just start weeping. He just sits on the floor and just starts weeping. Once we're ready, I can get us to Valkeep. You said you didn't know where we were. I don't know where we are. But you That's don't have the... to get us there. That is the beautiful thing about teleportation circles. Oh, it doesn't matter where you are as long as you know where you're going. Okay, well, Sid's going to go over and, and tug at Aldun. You can cry anywhere. I really need to get my rain catcher. This is totally inconvenient. Aldun will just nod, still crying, and get up and 
start walking towards the rain catcher with you. And Quinn will also, because one person stops and everybody stops. While they're working that out. All right, I guess then I will um, see if I can locate um, Reeve, yes? See if peanut butter really is good with jellies. I don't think I know what peanut butter or jelly are. You should try. We'll give you next time we are in town. We will make this happen. Um, and Reeve is going to cast, or sorry, Merp is going to cast Locate Creature um, and name Reeve the Minotaur. Uh, that gives me uh, its concentration for up to an hour. Uh, and the spell can locate the specific creature known to you. Um, and it has a thousand foot radius. It will tell me which direction they are in if they are within a thousand feet. There are no Minotaur within a thousand feet. Rilari's literally just watching Merp's face. Um, let's see. That's concentration spell, so anything else that I can do movement-wise? Um, like, as he's casting it, like, She's staring at his face, watching him focus, seeing if there's any indication on his face if he feels Reeve around. She's got tears on her face. She's just sitting in a heap. I don't don't sense anything, but it's only a thousand foot radius. Let me um and Merp is going to uh start misty stepping down the beach. Uh, expanding the search radius, basically, as much as he can. Search as you might. No Minotaur comes up. I come back to camp. Having been left alone with Wilhelm, Raylar's just gonna look at him. How do we... How do we tell Reeve where to find us? How is he going to know where to find us? I I do not know. Can't leave him behind. He wouldn't have left me behind. Can't do that to him. So when Sid at all get back in, Sid's gonna be like, so um, Rilari, I, I thought of something. I, I don't have a pen, but I do have some lipstick in my disguise kit. You think we can leave Rave a message? Does he read? Oh, wait, message, I... cars. Why didn't I tell, I am stupid. Why did I not think of these? Hold on. Yes, but messaging is such a short distance and if your spell can't find him, he's not within range. Oh, I'm not talking about messaging. I'm talking about uh, sending. And I cast sending, focusing on Reeve. Hello? Reeve? Is Merp? 
Can you hear me? We are safe on beach with Wilhelm. Are heading for what was the name of the town here? Bellkeep. Bellkeep. Meets you there. You may respond. I'm looking up the peculiars on send. I can read them to you if you'd like. Yes. Uh, Sending. You send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature with which you are familiar. The creature hears the message in its mind, recognizes you as the sender if it knows you, uh, and can answer in a like manner immediately. The spell enables creatures with an intelligence score of at least one to understand the meaning of your message. You can send the message across any distance, even to other planes of existence. But if the target is on a different plane than you, there is a 5% chance that the message doesn't arrive. Don't know where I am. We'll get to Valkeep. Oh, okay. Hey, um, I have good news, everyone. Uh, Reeve is live uh, and uh, uh, safe from the sounds of it. He does not know where he is, but says he will try to find Valkeep. Oh, that's good. Raylari starts crying again. It's okay. I can keep messaging him, you know, over the course of... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm grateful to hear he's alive. I don't know why I'm crying this time. Oh, he's... Is okay. Would you accept hugs? No, thank you. All right. He's okay. No, he's 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 totally within your right to say no. This is bodily autonomy, and we respect that. Well, does everybody have their stuff so Wilhelm can do his thing? Mm-hmm. Jace? I'm gonna go over and get his stuff. Larry, I'll get up and pick up her bag. I suppose we are as ready as we can be then. Sid's so gonna make we'll... sure... Oh, sorry. I was like, Sid's gonna make sure the fire's out before they leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wilhelm will take the time to draw the teleportation circle with a word of power activating it. And you all will find yourselves in a room, dusty, musky, dirt and cobwebs.
Quinn sneezes. Here that goes. Is this where you intended to go? Yes. It's an old smuggler's hideout. Okay. This is where we part ways. Good luck. Thank you. Um, not to be um, disingrateful or anything, um, Mr. Wilhelm, but um, how do we get anywhere from here? Follow the steps up to the city. Uh, there are temples galore here. Just pick one. Ah, yes. Thank you. This is most helpful. Wait. You asked us to protect you from the scythe, but then you're going to go off on your own again. Well, that was just while we were, you know, up in the air. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry, like three people talked at once. What? Quinn's going to remember that they were supposed to get paid and ask about money. Sid was trying to figure out what the yes was. Yes, you're going off on your own. Yes, it was only in the air. Both. Ah, yes, your payment. I'm afraid that all the money I had is back on that wreck. Ah, piss. Didn't think about it beforehand. Good thing I still have a deck of cards. That'll get me home. As I, the player, suddenly wonder, is he talking about gambling or is he talking about many things? Hard to it's say. It's Wilhelm. It could it's be either. way to get home. <laughs> I suppose we should go topside and find a temple then. Um, uh, Jay, before we do this, um, just a reminder. Um, please, no one mention that I am cleric. I do not want to be, you know, lynched by I mean, the worshippers just... of the primordials. They do not take kindly to people who don't worship their their primordial gods. You realize they'll probably think you're insane and you either worship yourself or, like, your mother's baby's daddy or whatever, it, but okay. Yeah, just please, no mention. Yeah, just... I was just telling you a poet, it's fine. Yes, I'm um, very eloquent, everyone knows. Um, actually, didn't we probably adopt some false identities? Because aren't we being searched for? Oh, we are a bit wanted. Oh, dear. Well, I guess now's as good a time as any to pull out my actual name. What do you mean your actual name? You didn't think Quinn was my real name, did you? I thought it was unusual that I'd not known anyone of your type before. I mean, that's what your little elixir is called, right? Yeah. And to me, at least, Quinn is no stranger name than Sid or Aldun or Merv. 
So I guess I never considered that it could be anything else. So darling, if your name is not Quinn, what is your name? Daphne. Daphne. Well, I suppose it is nice to meet you, Daphne. Do you have any cosmetics, Daphne? Um, let me see. And Sid's going to pull out his disguise kit and, like, lay it out. Yep, yep, I do. All right. Let's get to work on these guys. Um, I guess if we are not going by our regular names, I... Oof. I guess I could use my actual given name. I mean, my mother called me Marp. It is my name, but it is not what my father calls me. It is not the name that was, you know, prescribed to me at birth. Murph was more of a nickname. What does your father call you? Ferdinand. Ferdinand? Jace, what is wrong with these? No, it's a very nice it's name. I don't, I, I'm, yeah, is, is, is not a good name. I know it is. That's why I go by Murps. It is, uh, I, I liked it better when my mom called me Murps. My mom never called me Pardon. Okay. I well, I mean, we've got fur and, and she's got hair. And so we can work with that. What do we do with. Scaly. I mean, I don't know that I have anything in here. He's going to pull out a first mustache and try to, like, lead towards Eldude to try to put it on him. Eldude will just take the false mustache and hold it up. Does it look like it's working? Um, if, um, can I be blunt? I Definitely guess. like you. It's, instead um, of Pertinan, you can be Blunts. Okay. Do you look like someone who is, um, uh, how is to put these delicately, um, a uh, little too fond of children's? Okay, good. Yes, do that. That's totally the opposite of Aldun. That works. No, I think I will pass. Um, I... You can just call me Al. Okay, That's but a... we need to change her appearance, Al. So just put on some. Let me see some of. He'll take some of like the blacks and he'll start like rubbing it on like some part of his scales, and then he'll do a little bit on his arm. So it looks like he has patches of black scales on his body. All right, let's do a uh, performance check to see how convincing this will be. And not get you burnt for being a leper. That's 23. All right. I'll make a note of that. Um, does anyone have something that I could cover up with? I, I I, usually, I've used Reeve's cloak several times, but I don't have Reeve's cloak right now. And she's going to kind of hold out her arms, it, keeping in mind she's got on this little crisscross halter top that with an exposed midriff and this black skirt that basically hangs on her hips and goes to just below the knee. And the rest of her is a shimmery blue. 
here you go. Quinn's going to hand over a set of fine clothing. Relary's uh, going to look at them. Is it pants or a skirt? A dress. A dress, okay. All right. I don't think I've ever had this much cloth on. Um. Um, here, and you can have my cloak. It is not as big as Reeves, obviously, but it will work for you. Well, to be fair, usually I'm completely wrapped in Reeves as he's carrying me. I do hope he's all right. Sid's going to take some white and try to put like a, a white like muzzle on him. Okay. So just to change it so he's not all black. Performance and, check. And Merp will darken his fur so it's closer to black than gray. 28? Yep. Uh, performance, 15. Alrighty. And Quinn is going to... She's got a little thing that's that it's got like a it's a ball at one end. It looks like cloth. It kind of looks like to people who are a very fat, large spell packet. She's going to dip it in some powder and just like all over herself to make herself look gray. All right, performance check. Do 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 performance All right, I'll make a note of that. Rilari uh, takes off the other things that she was wearing, kind of braids her hair off to the off to the side, and and gets struggles a bit getting into the the dress, but does does put on the the dress and cloak. I'm sorry for the faces. Um, my back's killing me, plus I'm passing a kidney stone. So, yeah, fun times. No worries, brother. Uh, all Sid's right, all so go ahead, Sid. I was going to say, Sid's also going to um, activate his glamour weave and have, like, little butterflies on it, and every once in a while they'll look like they fly off of it distract him more with the clothes than his face. Okay. All right, are we ready? Onward and upward, right? Let's uh, go to this temple then. Um, you three should stay in the middle in case something happens. That way, uh, you know, you're all together. Yay. Merp will start up the stairs. Quinn next. Probably looking redonkulous. <laughs> Sid will get behind Quinn. And a strange thing, Aldoon will be behind Sid. Y'all will... Travel up several flights of stairs, multiple switchbacks, 
and you will finally come to a set of cellar doors that open inward. Oh, um, we all need to step back a, a step or two, right? You're muted, muted lock. lock. Um, Jace, and then once everyone has stepped back, Murph will open the doors, stepping back as he does. You see an alleyway. Boxes and crates stacked neatly to the left, uh, about 30 feet to the street. Um, once everyone is out, Murph will close the cellar doors behind them. You will notice that the cellar doors are made to look like they are part of the wall at the back of the alley and part of the ground. Oh, this is clever. All right, let's uh, find a temple and hope they are friendlies. Get a temple. Give me whoever's in the lead an investigation check. I'll take lead. Oh, it was a nat 20 and then it rolled over. Uh, that is a investigation, you said? Yep. 15. You find a temple to the god known as the Red-Eyed Raven. I don't think we should go here. This is like one of your people's gods, right? Um, Let's find a different one. What is it, Quinn? Or, sorry, Daphne. From what I remember, they're all kinds of weird and fanatical, and there was this whole big war with them. Greetings. Welcome. Welcome, children. How may we be of service today? Oh, no, no, we're good. Thank you. We were just admiring the building. Thank you. you we're good. Thank you. Actually, sir, could you direct us to the temple, one of the temples of the primordials. We've gotten ourselves a bit turned around. Oh, Just sure. Someone. They will give you directions. Thank you. Thank you ever so much. All right, let's, um, let's get moving. We'll follow the directions given to us. Yep. And you will find yourselves at the Temple of Uwe. Well, I guess that means we're still on Estrazillion. There's no way we could have left. Trust me, oh. I tried going under the water. You can't get out even that way. 
the storm. Maybe a teleport could get us off the island. No, I think they've tried that. Otherwise, they would be bringing in supplies via teleportation, sir. Sid's going to walk in the temple. Or at okay. least as far as he can get from the other two. Okay. Quinn's going to keep following Sid. Yep. Follow, follow. You Don't will lose momentum. Be greeted by an individual in plain robes. Greetings. Welcome. Uh, can you help with this? And Sid's going to show his mark. By the gods. Yeah, that's what we want help with. They will examine it. Oh, you need someone who is more familiar with the darker side of things. I would recommend the Church of the Red-Eyed Raven. Fuss bucket. Well, okay. Thanks for anyway. Uh, guess we'll guess Remember we'll go find them. The, <laughs> the whole time we were in there, Murph was making himself as small as possible. And as soon as Aldun said thanks anyway, Murph was gone. So Sid's gonna scamper after him. And Quinn's trying to rush after. And you all find yourselves back at the Church of the Red-Eyed Raven. Sid's gonna walk on in. The same individual that gave you directions is standing there as if waiting. Hello again. Okay, Hello so again. can you help with this? And he's going to show him the mark. I believe I can. How many you of you are there? Oh, you mean like together? Three. There are three of us. It will not be easy. You may perish. Brother Bernard and Brother Fester will be ready with diamonds should you die. That's good to know. This sounds really expensive. Um, is gold a problem? Because we're no. also doing favors. It, it Gold's not a problem. Said it sounded expensive. I didn't complain that it was a problem. I made a statement. Okay. The ceremony, including bringing back to life should you perish, along with not attracting the creature that gave you this, will be 4,000 gold pieces. Each or all together? All together. Okay, I have a thousand four hundred and twenty to lay on right now. I got thirteen eighty nine. I have thirteen sixty six. I've got fifteen gold. When do you want to be able to walk farther than sixty feet away from me at all times? I've literally. She will hand you the purse that literally only has fifteen gold in it. What if we each put in a thousand? I have a thousand I can lend. Each of you has I... over a thousand. Okay. Fair enough. That leaves us a bit for supplies. Who's our first candidate? Aldoon pushes his way to the front. 
me. And you understand this could kill you. He doesn't care. It seems farther and farther that death is not an actual end, but a continuation of the same circle. All right. He will put his hands over the marking on your shoulder and begin to chant, calling upon his divine power. Pain will course through you, ungodly, unimaginable pain, as if it's following every nerve ending. You stand on the cusp of life and death as this darkness is literally being ripped from you. At this point, you need to make a constitution saving throw. The DC is 20. If you fail, you die. That doesn't look like a pass. The dice want this character to stay alive. I want everyone to know that because I rolled an 18 plus a 2 makes a dirty 20. Falling to the ground, you feel this being ripped from you. But you live. Uh, is uh, as soon as he hits the ground and he feels himself again, uh, he's just gonna go walk outside. Okay. Who's next? Ladies first. Maybe you should, cause you you have a destiny and. You, you need to see that through. Sure. And he'll walk up. The same as with Aldun. Pain. Ungodly pain scorching through your body. I need a constitution saving throw. Oh, Christina, roll. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That was a seven. And you will collapse. Get to their word. Brother Fester will lay the diamond on your chest, casting Revivify. As you step into the void of life and death, heading towards the ever after, you will hear the voice beckoning you to return to your body. Sid's going to look back at his body. Is the compass still on his arm? Yes. Mm, he's going to be hesitant to go back. Okay. And then he's going to remember all the money they spent, and he'll go back. Okay. <laughs> that will bring up Quinn. Please make your constitution saving throw. By the way, I'd like to note that through all this, Murph has been watching this ritual intently. Like, 
trying to figure out what exactly they're doing. Just in case for later. And poor nervous Ray is just standing very close to Merp, like hands clasped up her, her chest, like she's just hoping for the best. What'd you get, Quinn? Eight. And you collapse. Brother Fester, again, casting Revivify. She she will come back. She doesn't want to be dead. And you will return to life. The three of you now unmarked, or at least unconnected. The mark of a scythe stains your soul, so they say. The priest will elaborate that nothing can hide from a scythe. They always get what they're after. Oh, it's not like he paid us anyway, so. So what's Aldun doing? He is wide-eyed, and he's not sure what he should do next. He feels in his gut that he should just run and just keep running. But he's not sure. So he's just going to stand there hundreds of miles away. But he got all the way outside. Uh, while they're recovering, Merp walks outside. And goes and stands next to Aldoon. You are thinking of leaving, aren't you? Merp, I'm not cut out for this. May I be um, rudely blunt? Aldoon shrugs. You are being incredibly selfish, you notice? Aldoon shrugs. During the ritual, it is complete, by the way. Both of them are fine now. But Sid, who is your best friend, no? Sid died during ritual. Was brought back. Where were you? Out here, thinking of running. Thinking of not being there for your friend. You decide to leave? I hope you find your cushy nothing job. But... It makes you not a good person if you leave. Being a good person is being a good friend. Is being there for your friends when they need you. Like it or not, Sid has destiny. And we are all caught up in it. It is our job to be good friends. To be there for each other. You can't do this? Then you are not a good person. And you should go have your cushy job. You think on that and you decide what you're going to do. That's all I have to say. And I turn and walk back inside.
Aldun shrugs, and he starts walking. Oblivious to the fact that this is happening, Raylari is checking on Sid and Quinn inside. Where's Aldun walking to? He doesn't have a direction. He's just walking. But is he walking on the boulevard of broken dreams? Uh, maybe his broken dreams. He walks that lonely road, you know? The only one he's but ever known? Oh, God damn it! I was going to say, but it's not the only one he's ever known. Are the priests still there? Yeah. Around us. Uh, Sid's going to go up to Fester's, the one who brought him back, right? Yep. Um, good sir, brother, I, I'm not sure how to address you. Um, is there somewhere that we can talk in private i have some thoughts um from my brush with death that i need to talk to <coughs> someone godly about okay they will lead you off to a private place okay so i hear you guys are unsavory and actually what i want to know is there a way that i can keep my friend like tabs on him because he's talked about like doing himself in and, like, I get that he doesn't want to hang around with me and that's whatever, but I don't want him to die. So is there a way that I can know that he's alive without him maybe knowing? Make like, this compass check. points a direction. He's being honest. Oh, okay. He's being then make a persuasion. honest. <laughs> uh, it's only a 15. Beats mine. They will smile and walk away and come back with a small crystal orb. You can scry on them with this. And there needs to be nothing on their side? You just need to know who you're wanting to look at. Okay. He puts it in his bag. What do I owe you? That one's on the house. Nothing's ever free. That is... Can I do an insight check? Sure. Eighteen? He seems to be honest. Are you guys in every major city? Yes. Good to know. Thank you. And then he's going to walk out trying to look meek. Like he just had this solemn, godly conversation with the priest. Okay. That'll be a performance check. Okay. 29. So with Aldoon walking and the rest of you recovering... And me and an epic shit ton pain. We're going to call it this evening.
we will be back next week to see what happens with Aldun and with the rest of the party as they truly learn what it is to be a stranger in a stranger land. Let's go ahead and take this opportunity to tell everybody who we are, where they can find us, and let's get out of here. Hey, everybody. This is Christina, the voice of Sid, and you can find me on Twitter at TMWorskaSchoola. Hey, everyone. I'm Ren Matley, the voice of Ray Laurie, and you can find me over on Twitter at Ray at Ren underscore Matley. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the voice of Quinn, and you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Cap and Cup and Cake. Hi, gamers. I'm Locke Clark, still, and uh, I was Merp von Merpington, otherwise known as Perdenand. And uh, you can find me on the social medias at Locke Unruly. That's Locke with an H. Hello, everyone. It's me, Patrick, the voice of Aldoon Farthweather, and you can find me on Twitter at Peculiar Patrick. And I'm Tier the DM, the world's okayest DM, and you can find me on Twitter at Tier underscore the underscore DM or on Blue Scott Tier the DM. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you all greatly. Remember that love and inclusion are the torches that light a path to a better tomorrow. Come join us and be torchbearers. And until next time, live a life to make yourself proud. We love you guys. Mm-hmm.